Welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hineta Elon. Here we talk about life and the pursuit of our passion and purpose. I invite you to listen to this conversation as you might just be entertained and find some things interesting and, of course, learn from the tips that my guests will give you. Today is very special as I am going to speak to my former student at University of St. LaSalle, a graduate of Bachelor of Arts major in communications from the University of St. LaSalle class of 2012. A former communications trainer at Panay Solutions for training and recruitment. A former sourcing and onboarding officer at Telequest Voice Services. Currently is a senior Google Compliance Officer 3 for a Google certified publishing partner company based in Vancouver, Canada, where I am today. He is a certified K-pop and K-drama fan with a following of over 57,000 on Facebook. Considered as an eagle-eyed, he was featured in Metro Style, Preview Magazine Philippines, Pep.ph, Philnews.ph, etc. For his trending posts on social media, you are living under a rock if you haven't read one of his posts. Notably, his captivating social media presence earned him a pair of luxury sneakers on Philippine national TV, a generous gift from none other than Senator Rafi Tulfo. And of course, my guest is also an events host. I'm very proud of my guest. Please welcome to Life Expressions, Nelson Adrian Remo. Hi, Nelson. Hi, Miss Sherry. How are you? I'm good. Um, it's been quite a journey since, you know, yeah, it's been quite a journey since I graduated from college. And oh my God, how long has it been? 12 years ago? Oh my God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think like time really does fly. And sometimes it's hard to believe that how quickly the years have passed. And I can still remember um, attending your class 12 years ago. And um, I would just like to put it out there that you've been such a big inspiration for me, not just for me, but for my group of friends and uh, my close friends in college. And uh, I'm proud to say that up to this very day, in all seriousness, I was able to apply everything that I've learned from you. So oh. I'm very proud to be one of your students. Thank you so much, Nelson. That means a lot to me. You being successful and being admired by a lot of people saying that means a lot. Thank you so much. It further inspires me. But today is all about you. I'm so proud of you. Um, how And you are like, well, I saw a post on LinkedIn, you being a speaker about being a compliance, a Google compliance officer and giving tips. Tell me about your current job. Well, right now, um, my role is a senior Google Compliance Officer um, at a Google Certified Publishing Company based in Vancouver, Canada. Well, it involves overseeing like websites and mobile apps and like new signups and onboarded websites. So basically, my role is to ensure that these websites and these mobile apps adhere to Google um, policies and restrictions. Um, to ensure that uh, they are compliant and we avoid any site terminations. So that's what I mainly do in my current role. Yeah. Um, talk to me like a 12 years old who doesn't know about Google restrictions. What are those, Nelson? Okay. So when you want to monetize your site, for example, uh, Google is very particular. 
they are after brand safety. So let's say, for example, I am an advertiser and my brand is a family brand milk. Of course, I don't want to associate my brand to a content that is not friendly. So let's say, for example, the content, let's say, has sexual content. Let's say the, the article is about how to improve your sex life. Of course, I don't want my family brand milk to be associated with that kind of content because, again, it will retain to the minds of the readers or the users. So um, my role here is to ensure that uh, as much as possible, if you want to monetize your site, um, we have to inform the publisher that, hey, you have to remove this kind of article in order for you to be compliant. Okay, wow, that's very interesting. And you should be very meticulous in giving them these yes. rules and tips. How do you monitor them? Exactly. Um, exactly. So uh, there's a lot of things that I have to consider um, because, again, uh, they, they apply because uh, they want to earn more. Because uh, what we have in my current company is what we call Google Ad Exchange. So when we say Google Ad Exchange, it typically generates higher revenue compared to Google AdSense. So I know most people are familiar with Google AdSense. When we say Google AdSense, if you have a YouTube account, for example, and if you want to monetize your, uh, your content, so you need to have an AdSense account. Uh, but for us, we cater to bigger companies, for example, let's say a bank maybe, or uh, a TV network, for example, and they want to monetize their website. And uh, because they want to use our Google Ad Exchange, uh, they earn much or they earn more. Let's say I can see publishers earning in just one day, 8,000 to 10,000 US dollars, up to like $20,000 for like a week and even 400,000 US dollars in a month. That's around 22 million pesos per month. So as long as you use our Google Ad Exchange, you would be able to get a bigger revenue. Wow, that's amazing. Of course, you wouldn't want to give out your trade secret, but could you just give us a few tips on how to do that? Uh, well, basically, it depends on the niche of the site, uh, but as much as possible to ensure that these websites are compliant, I have to check uh, the site age, for example. Um, is it like three months, and uh, at least three months old? Because if it's less than three months old, uh, it could be rejected by Google for monetization. Um, at the same time, I have to check if it's uh, the content is high value, if it's not replicated, because again, Google is very particular with replicated content. So there are other sites wherein they would copy everything word for word. And just because they added um, at the bottom source, uh, they feel like it's okay because they cited the source. It's like writing something in college and then adding the source just not to be flagged for replicated content or copying something. But for Google, it's something that they don't allow. They don't tolerate that. Okay. Um, and they sometimes terminate websites because of that kind of doing. Yes, yes. And um, that is very challenging as well uh, for you to strictly monitor that. But knowing that you have given advice to these companies, can you say like how much have you helped a certain company so far, like you have earlier said, oh, some companies earn like uh, uh, 22 million pesos a month just because of monetizing their website. Yeah, well, well basically, like recently I had, uh, as what you mentioned, Ms. Shari, earlier, I conducted a webinar for publishers yeah. uh, recently, like February 1st, 
yeah, February 1st, I had a webinar and I talked to publishers um, from nor the North American region, from the USA, from Canada. And um, of course, they have a lot of questions on how to ensure that they will not be flagged for such Google violations. And I provided tips. And even for our um, onboarded publishers, uh, we have our Google Policy Center. So every time Google flags a website under us, I have to communicate that to our publishers and I have to inform them on what to do, on what to immediately remove so that we can ensure that we could still protect their relationship with Google. Yeah, okay. How do you enjoy your job now? It appears that you're very knowledgeable. How do you enjoy it? Well, well, so far, the one thing that I, I really enjoy about my job is working in a multicultural diverse company. Like I have a lot of workmates from Brazil, from Pakistan, from India, from US, USA, from Canada, and I'm learning a lot from them. So that's very fulfilling that I'm learning from their practices. Um, and then at the same time, of course, it's very fulfilling to be able to help publishers um, like monetize their website ethically in a good way. Yeah. And how did you get into this kind of profession? Uh, well, uh, it happened in 2020. So uh, I resigned from my previous job. I was a sourcing and onboarding officer for a BPO company. And then um, that was, I think, January of 2020, where I decided to resign because my mom, uh, I had to look for, I had to take care of uh, my mom. Uh, unfortunately, she passed last uh, January 2021. So my mom had um, end-stage kidney failure. So she was undergoing hemodialysis twice a week, and she was kind of deteriorating in 2020. So I made a tough decision of really um, looking after her. And so I decided to resign. And on the sides, I was doing hosting for like weddings or events, and then the pandemic happened in March of 2020, like lockdown. And so my life revolved around doing content on social media and at the same time um, accompanying my mother going to the hospital for her dialysis session. And come November of 2020, I got an offer from a former colleague and she offered the job. And like uh, she said, uh, why don't you want to join us here? It's a Google certified publishing company. And so at first I was skeptical because it was a totally different industry. Like I was so afraid because it's outside of my scope. I used to work for um, the recruitment side of a company, sourcing side of the company, training side of the company. This one is totally new to me. I, I don't know what to expect. So, uh, but as what they say, you have to try and to see it for yourself. And so the rest was history. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry about the loss of your mom, Nelson, but uh, you have gone out of your comfort zone and see where it got you. You are excelling at what you do. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. definitely. And earlier you mentioned in 2020, you got into content. That's also the time that you were, you know, you you became famous. You became the source. <laughs> you became <laughs> known for being eagle-eyed in uh, mm -hmm. brands, etc. In uh, telling us about like what this celebrity is wearing and how much it costs, etc. That's so exciting. Tell us about that. Well, I, 
as far as I could remember, that was February of 2020. Um, I decided to post a like a fashion lookbook of a character from a famous K drama. It's called Crash Landing on You. It was like a, a hit K drama here in the Philippines. And um I posted all the, the wardrobe that she wore because I was kind of familiar. Because way back in college, even in high school, um, I, I have loved fashion. I love collecting magazines, um, local fashion magazines, even international magazines like Vogue, for example. And way back in college, I was um, the costume head for our musical play in college. And, and so people would usually ask me for like uh, recommendations on what to wear. Let's say when my mom was still alive, I was the one deciding on her outfit. Let's say if she wants to attend to a party, for example, I was I am the one uh, coming up with uh, the the clothes that she's going gonna wear. Same for my cousins and for my friends. And so uh, I think it it's like an in it uh, thing for me that um because I'm also um like uh highly um exposed to the world of fashion. Uh, I love watching fashion shows on YouTube. Um, and then of course collecting magazines and so it's easy for me it's it was easy for me to to identify wardrobes especially if if it was made by an international designer and so most of those items that she wore on the show were designed by um international brands and so a lot of filipino followers was so a surprise of the amount of of those outfits yeah i'm one of the fans of crash landing on you of the love story of yun bin and yun seri becoming real yes. <laughs> right and then i did you post about what yun seri wore during her wedding yes. and etc i think you did right yeah. yes i did and uh that was the time where you know people were starting to uh, follow me and then to the point that these people are already reaching out to me via uh, DM via messenger, and then to my surprise, these people are from different part from different parts of the world. Like uh, we have Filipino people working like OFWs, and they would tell me I enjoyed reading your post, and um, it's it's very like fulfilling for me that I am able to inspire these people because they would tell me that uh, they're tired, but because of my content, uh, they're more happier now. So yeah, it's very fulfilling. Yeah, and you of course enjoyed posting those as well. Like I have, I have seen one of your posts where you acted like as if you were a professor, and your online students yeah. were all these hunks <laughs> from K-pop, from right? How like how with those ideas? They're just so fun, and I when I get to look at your Facebook, I still am entertained looking at those posts. Well, I I don't know. Like it's just it's like spur of the moment, Miss Shari. Like sometimes I think of an idea, for example, and then I just do it and post it. Yeah. And I don't care about uh, technically like some content creators, uh, let's be honest, most of the content creators, what they're after is really like the monetary aspect of content creating. But for me, um, it's not my goal. It's not my top goal. Like it's like my escape. I consider this as my escape from my work so let's say for example i'm stressed from my work and um i want to like channel it to something else i post on facebook so it's like my escape my personal escape and so far it has been rewarding like uh because of my engagement 
uh, Google, uh, Facebook reached out to me and they asked me if they want uh, me to verify my profile. And so they just requested for my ID and they verified my profile because of my engagement. That's awesome. And has your Facebook become monetized? Um, no, uh, that's because my Facebook is a profile. It's not a page. Oh, uh, yes. And so, so, yeah, so it's like a profile. Um, that's not really my goal. But because yes. of my post, I was able to work with brands. Like, to my surprise, mm -hmm. I did not expect, like, telecoms, big telecoms from the from the country uh, would reach out yeah. to me and would, uh, would, would want to collaborate with me for a project. And so, yeah, uh, it has perks. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And what's important is that you enjoy what you're doing. You find it your yes. escape, but we find it very entertaining. Oh, mm -hmm. like <laughs> you're being rewarded doing something good for the yeah. netizens. And but what are the challenges? Like, did you find yourself being pressured at one point? Like, hey, people are asking me. I haven't posted for a while. I should post something. Yes. Have you ever felt something like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's true, Miss Shari. So number one, one of the challenges is, of course, time management. Yeah. Uh, because content create uh, content creation, uh, it's like it, it involves numerous tasks, of course, from planning and let's say scripting and shooting and editing. And I know you would really understand uh, because you're also doing, of course, podcasts. So it really takes time. And uh, of course, managing this task effectively while maintaining a work-life balance can be really demanding. And at the same time, another challenge is, of course, comparison and competition. Like in my case, there's a lot of K-pop and K-drama fans who is also posting content like mine. Mm -hmm. But what sets me apart is that people would I have I have already have this uh solid loyal followers who would always tell me that they prefer me uh, like um uh they prefer me uh, other than those uh, other content creators which uh are also posting about K-drama and K-pop because they feel like I'm uh, there's like truth in my post and uh, I'm it's like trustworthy for example and so I, I feel honored to be considered by these people as credible um, because me as a responsible content creator fact checking is very important um, and every time I post something I have to double check before posting it because I don't want to be involved in something or I don't want to be called out for posting fake news so it's very important for me that's great. I think what you have learned in LaSalle in communications has really yes. influenced how you deal with content creation, which exactly. I am proud of. Very good. Kudos to you, Nelson. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Sherry. <laughs> yes, yes. But that's true. Uh, in all seriousness, that's very good that you fact check and you make sure, okay, this amount is correct. In fact, you were gifted by Senator Rafi Tulfo yeah. by a Burberry sneakers when yeah. I about this like wow amazing yeah. branded sneakers that he was exactly i did not expect life. that <laughs> seriously because uh I, as far as i could remember i posted that around 8 a.m in the morning and then um by 9 a.m it already earned like uh almost like a thousand engagement and so to my surprise uh, the staff of Senator Rafi reached out to me via messenger and then she said that uh, Senator Rafi wants to talk to you on live TV wow. and so I did not know how to react but it was a fun experience and 
the cherry on top was to be gifted with a luxury uh, sneakers. That's my first pair ever. So I was truly grateful for that experience. Yeah, it's nice. So there are really perks in doing content creation. Positive, <laughs> I might say. I might exactly. add positive, right? Yeah. So yes. Nelson, what are the lessons, if there are, that you have learned in content creation? Well, uh, basically, uh, in content creation, uh, it's very important. Number one is what I mentioned earlier is uh, you have to ensure that whatever you post, uh, it's safe. Because it's hard if you discuss about sensitive topics, it might uh, it might lead you to a, a to a bad situation, for example, and we don't want that to happen. So it's very important that if it's a sensitive topic, you have to weigh it first. If you want to share your opinion about it, you have to uh, weigh the pros and cons before posting it. Because yeah. as a responsible content creator, you have to ensure that uh, your post will not uh, um, give negative effect to other people. So it's very important that you have to be safe with whatever you post. Yeah, that's great. And so not to put you on the spot, in the event that you're going to talk to yourself and post something about yourself on your Facebook or on your social media, what would that be? What would you tell yourself? Hey, Nelson, congratulations or something? What? <laughs> well, uh Maybe I would say, Nelson, congratulations for being a good son. Um, as not, uh, as you, uh, let's say, for example, uh, people may not know this, but I was a product of a broken family, Miss Shari. And so here in the Philippines, we have a culture here that um, when you are product of a broken family, sometimes uh, people would use it as an excuse to make their lives miserable. But in my case, I saw how my mom uh, worked hard in order to provide my needs and to in order for her to um, support my education. I was able to graduate. I was able to land a job. It's because of the support of my mom. And so maybe it's something that I would really be posting uh, of how proud I am uh, of my mother. Like even she single-handedly supported and provided everything I need. Um, she was able to do roles in one. And so yeah. it's something that I would uh, always be proud of, of telling people that even though I was a product of a broken family, uh, my mother raised me well, and I did not use it as an excuse to be miserable. Um, I persevered, and right now I have a career that I'm very proud of. So I'm truly thankful uh, because of my mom. Yeah, wow. Very well said, Nelson. I'm sure your mom is mighty proud of you. You are indeed a good son and a son to be proud of. Yeah, and uh, I you. wish you all the best. I know you're highly successful at what you're doing now and you're very happy with where you are, but the best is yet to come for you. Yes. And so thank you so much for your time, Nelson. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise on Google certification and even on the fun that you had while, you know, sharing those posts on your Facebook about K-Drama, I will continue to follow you and enjoy your posts. Is there something new that you'd like to share with us? Well, um, I just remembered um, you've been uh, like the lessons I've learned from you, Miss Chari. I just remembered right now. And I would, I would just like to share this with people. Um, uh, 
to all your solid viewers, uh, our favorite topic in college uh, that you discuss is about Jesus CEO. And um, as what I mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, that I was able to apply it uh, to my career. And I'm truly grateful for you, Miss Cherry, for introducing that. Because again, that specific topic about that book by, I forgot the name, it's Laurie, Laurie Beth Jones, if I'm not mistaken, yes, the author correct. of that book. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yes. I could still remember that because I think during our exam, there is a specific points if we could provide the correct name of yes. the writer. <laughs> so I could remember that. That's five points, Miss Charity. And yes. so... <laughs> And so I could I, I still uh, apply that lesson because it talks about leadership and uh, it talks about being an alpha leader, being a beta leader, being an omega leader. And I've learned that because of you, Miss Chari. Um, uh, when I was starting out with my career, I was more of an alpha leader in my early 20s. I was very um, aggressive. I want to take a lot of responsibilities and eventually, in my late 20s, I become a beta leader where I was more empathetic with my teammates. I was into more into open communication. And now, I think in my early 30s, I would say I have reached the Omega leadership style where I think it's the most important uh, leadership of all. And uh, I'm able to apply that. And um, I'm very proud because I learned that from you. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'm truly proud that you're able to share that right here on the spot. Yes, amazing. I'm truly proud and thankful that uh, you remember those teachings. Indeed, we are here not just to lead, but to serve a servant. Yes, leader. perfect. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you so much. You have a great rest of your week, Nelson. And I wish you all the best. Continue to be the best person that you can be. And I'm truly proud of you. Thank you, Ms. Shelley. Thank you. That is my guest, Nelson Adrian Remo. I hope that you have enjoyed this conversation with Nelson and you have learned a thing or two. And please don't go anywhere until you have liked, subscribed, and shared this podcast, Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hineta Ilong. Till next time. Thanks once again, Nelson. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on LinkedIn at Shari Hineta